Private Lender Podcast, Episode 5. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Private Lender Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and thanks for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be another short and quick episode for geared really for beginners and newbies. So if you've done a few deals or you're an experienced investor, you're more than welcome to listen, but just know ahead of time this is, is probably going to be a little bit below your speed, but I'm trying to get everybody up, uh, try to educate as, as many people as I can with this platform while I have it. So thank you for bearing with me if you are experienced. And if you're not, then perfect, because this show is for you. But first, we gotta, I want to talk about a few changes over at the, pre, uh, the website, the Private Lender Podcast website. If you go to the homepage, privatelenderpodcast.com, and at the top you'll notice that some of the buttons or the tabs have changed. There is now an events tab where you can see events that I'll be attending or speaking at, and also a resources tab, which contains a glossary of terms and also a book list of the books that are mentioned on the show. And while you're at the website, be sure to sign up to become a member of the Tribe of Lenders. That will help you stay up to date in the world of private lending. And the best part about it is it's completely free. It's on the home page. So before we get to the heart of the show, I'd like to take a moment and hear from today's sponsor. The Private Lender Podcast is proudly sponsored by Bell Station, which is located in the heart of Midtown Houston. Bell Station offers a modern bar environment with a southern charm. Whether you're a sports enthusiast, a beer nerd, wine lover, or just a social butterfly, Bell Station has got you covered. You can visit Bell Station at 207 Gray Street, Houston, in the 77002, or visit them on the web at bellstationhtx.com. That's B-E-L-L-E stationhtx.com. And now, back to the show. All right, this episode's topic is the mechanics of a loan. So I'm going to go through a couple of words, some jargon, some acronyms first. And then after that, we'll go, I'll walk you through sort of what the loan looks like uh, at a basic, basic level. So the first number we tend to look at is the purchase price. That's the negotiated price to purchase the house. So in this case, let's say a house flipper has got a, a house that he's going to purchase for $55,000. Then there's the rehab cost. Those are the cost to repair the house to make it either rentable or to be able to market it for sale. Now, it doesn't have to be bright and shining, but it does need to be clean. Up to date with some modern amenities would, would be good. You, you certainly don't want to try to uh, sell your grandmother's house at full retail. And speaking of retail, the after repaired value or the ARV is the price that the market will bear for the house once it has been rehabilitated and, and brought up to a, a modern look. And then there's the loan to value or LTV, which is a ratio. Com how much is being borrowed on that house compared to what that final value, that final sales value would be or the ARV. So let's take a look at a simple flip 
scenario with some very easy math. Let's say your investor friend, who is a flipper, has found a house that he thinks he can sell for $100,000 once it's all fixed up. And it'll take just a couple of weeks to bring it up to uh, speed, paint, carpet, kind of the normal thing, maybe a roof. He's got it locked in on, under contract at $55,000. So that's his purchase price. But he's also looking to you to for the money to rehab it, the construction loan, so to speak, to fix up the property. And that budget is $10,000. So the loan amount is going to be the purchase price of $55,000 plus the rehab of ten is $65,000. If we compare that to an ARV or after repaired value of $100,000, then the loan to value, the LTV, is 65%. And that is a good spot to be in, generally speaking. That is the criteria that I prefer to use when I lend. And I don't like to go much above that, maybe 70, depending on how sweet of a deal it actually is for the investor. However, I like the 65% LTV, and that's all in, purchase price, rehab, all that. Because if I have to foreclose, I'm a lender. I'm not a house flipper, so I'm gonna, I, I will want to get rid of that house and recoup my money, get my investment back as soon as possible. So in that sense, I would be a distressed seller. So I want to be able to keep my loan on that property low enough, to keep the LTV low enough that, God forbid, I have to get rid of that house I can sell it quickly and get all my money back that I've loaned to that investor who, who, whose deal fell apart and maybe even make a little bit of money. Another way to look at that, you know, on the other hand, is if this is, deal is really a good deal, then I might not mind taking the property back because I might be actually be able to make some money when I sell it. But I don't go into the loan thinking that or hoping that. I go into a loan looking at the worst-case scenario. And, and trying to work back from that. So that's why I like to keep an LTV or a loan to value on a property at or around 65%. This is why it's important that you never make a loan on a property that you wouldn't want to own yourself. That should be probably your first criteria. If it's in a war zone or if it's a really bad house, then walk away, say, nope, that doesn't fit my criteria and move on. If you are comfortable with it, if you know there's an exit strategy, if you have to take it over, then it's something you might want to look at. But always, always make a loan on a house that you wouldn't mind taking back or at least be of that mindset. If you have any questions, if this doesn't make any sense, please shoot me an email and just put question in the subject title. You can send that to info at privatelenderpodcast.com and I'll do my best to get you an answer. And who knows, I might even give you a call and discuss it with you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Private Lender Podcast. I want to thank you for sharing your time with me today. I hope this was been, has been beneficial for you. If not, please reach out, let me know, and I look forward to seeing you on future episodes. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.